0: Welcome to Catechesis, also known as Cats and Jesus. Catechesis is Greek for teaching, and that's what our hosts, Reverend James Goodlett and Reverend Adam Roberts, will do with this podcast. Teach. Each week they will study, discuss, and dissect the week's scripture and spoken word. Catechesis is a digital outreach of First Presbyterian Church of Lagrange. Welcome your hosts, James and Adam. Welcome to Catechesis, apparently sponsored by the band Soundgarden, or something to that effect. Adam and I are sitting here in studio just jamming Uh, to this.
1: I was, I was bumping and snapping on that boom.
0: I know, right? It's got a good stadium feel. That stock music piece.
1: it get you going
0: though. I know that whoever writes these, they... It is a gift.
1: I think I would want something like that as my uh, walk-up song where i major league player or perhaps uh, as I run in from the bullpen if I'm going to shut it down.
0: I, I think I need it when I wake up in the morning. I, I might try that. You know, or before I preach. Yes.
1: Fire yourself up a few the first few seconds of catechesis, everybody.
0: Exactly. My name is James Goodlit, one of the pastors here at First Prez, joined by my friend, colleague, the Reverend Dr. Adam Roberts. Adam, you doing all right today? I'm
1: doing fantastically well.
0: If you'd (laughs) like to hear other podcasts of ours, go to lewisandbroad.org, including our flagship. I love to use that Mm. word, flagship.
1: It's a good Jason Isbell song I would recommend to everybody, by the way.
0: Production, the Lewis and Broad podcast. And we got our season. I, before, see I see it, it looking, is
1: on the flip chart. It right is in and this
0: space. Leighton is working hard on it. And can we just say, speaking of Leighton, Leighton, we are in the presence of greatness. Uh, we always knew that. We did, but she has been affirmed and confirmed as such mm. by the powers that be here in the great city of Lagrange.
1: She has been um, dubbed knighted, be knighted as Lady Leighton.
0: Lady Leighton of LaGrange. Of LaGrange. That's right. <laughs> Lady Leighton of LaGrange. How, how do you feel about that, Leighton? Seriously, you are one of the top 20 people in this whole town under the age of 40 years old. You're going to need to come on, Mike, and, and speak to the to us. There presidents. must
1: be threes of people under 40 in LaGrange. Threes also. of people.
0: It's not that many. I'll <laughs> tell you that. <laughs> That's not true. Ah, uh, not true. It's not easily dozens. True at all. <laughs> Congratulations, Layton. Thank you. I'm being named as such. Very proud of you. I mean, thank are you, we you. surprised? Not terribly. Not
1: at all. But overdue recognition.
0: That is who she is, folks. She can put that on her resume, aka what, resume. What are you
1: going to do uh, after winning an award like that? I don't know. Mm, mm, mm. Well, it's because you have so many options open.
0: Seriously, seriously, <laughs> people just tracking you down. You're so in demand. I am. I'd
1: go on a speaking circuit.
0: Seriously, nothing L- less that. than
1: twenty five thousand per. I'll be your agent.
0: I'll sign an autograph
1: if what, you. What's your like. cut
0: of that going to be? Forty eight percent. Well, Leighton, you might not, you might need to negotiate that now. I'm looking at Leighton right now in uh, the 20 under 40 LaGrange Daily News 2022 Leighton Parker First Presbyterian Church it's quite a lovely read and if you have not gotten it well well, you should take a look and congratulations Leighton thank you for being our producer director and all things Leighton Parker we do appreciate you
1: it's very exciting
0: so she is working on some stuff for season four of Lewis and Broad, and we're excited to be able to unveil that to you here in the very near future. Layton also keeps track of all our social media and the website, Lewisandbroad.org at Lewis and Broad. I want to thank our listeners near and far.
1: Yeah, especially far.
0: Far. I mean, and also near. We've got somebody... Hanging out with us from Knox, Vegas, Tennessee, if that is you, and you know who you are. (laughs) Thank you for listening, and for all you Grangers close by, we are grateful for you. And we're just going to dive right in to our scripture for the week here on Catechesis, a.k.a. Cats and Cheeses.
1: Yes, this time it's, um, I think the cat is uh, fresh in from the shelter.
0: I don't know what you're talking about right and now. And
1: the cheese this week is a soft uh, vegan
0: cheese. A soft vegan. Yes. Well. Vegans are soft, aren't they? Well, I'll tell you. Well, I'm not. I'm a firm vegan. You're you are a firmly devout <laughs> vegan. Sorry, I got myself tickled in fresh on that from one from the shelter. Yeah, I don't even it's a know. Shelter cat.
1: Well, good for it. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's it's
0: positive. Yeah. You've really gotten off to a strong start here. <laughs> Uh, Hebrews 11, 29 through 12, 2 is our text for this week. It is a famous scripture. I guess that's all, I mean, relative. I mean, there may be some of you who have never heard this scripture before. I don't want to take that for granted.
1: I think it's famous to preacher types for sure. Oh, Uh, that
0: that strong demographic (laughs) individuals.
1: (laughs) It's a big one to me. This is one that... Uh, Any clergy person is often going to, well, let me say in in any sort of liturgical tradition, is going to encounter this scripture maybe around all saints. Um, And for me, this is the scripture that we read and that I speak about every single year because it's so appropriate uh, at our LaGrange College Homecoming Memorial Worship Service. We do that on the Sunday morning of our Homecoming weekend. And we remember all the alums who've passed in the last twelve months, and and so anyway, it's a beautiful scripture, and often comes up in those sorts of situations.
0: It is it, in shorthand; it, it may be known as the Great Cloud of Witnesses right. Scripture, and we're going to obviously get into that. Um, but it's helpful to know a little bit about what's going on in Hebrews. We don't know who wrote Hebrews.
1: Hebrews is. Um confusing a bit
0: it is it's got some some lovely theological language truly but it, it is it can be very dense uh, but in, what's happening here was that the early church folk were struggling. they were being exhorted to persevere in the face of persecution. And there were folks who were considering leaving the church. Man, imagine cutting bait when things get (laughs) tough. I tell you, we don't know anything about that here. (laughs) That's what anybody with
1: common sense would do, right? Like, oh my gosh, this is going to get me uh, hurt.
0: So the author, whoever it was, was urging them on to continue to be the church. Don't. Give up. I know you're tired. I know you're weary. I know there's all kinds of pressure upon you as the church and as people of faith. But this is not the first time that people of faith have had to face the pressure.
1: It's a pretty common theme in uh, the history of Christianity and certainly the first centuries. Uh, and yeah,
0: Christianity and, and faith in general. Throughout the Old
1: Testament, yeah, absolutely. The uh, Hebrew people uh, have always faced challenge and obstacle and uh, oppression. So, yeah, it's encouragement in the face of
0: oppression. And so you have a, a, an author here who goes through in, in their attempt— to encourage the people and goes through very systematically and points out heroes of the faith mm-hmm. remember who is who of the right. faith
1: remember what has happened
0: yeah and goes through and says hey don't forget about this person and this person and this person and this person when things were tough they didn't give up they kept going forward and and so the Scripture for today: the pericope or the pericope, <laughs> whatever it is. Google, Google it. Picks up stethoscope. With I don't think it's a stethoscope. The What's stethos- the thing a submarine has? Stethoscope. A, a periscope. Periscope. Yeah. Sorry, but I think it's pericope. It is pericope. It's just a fun word to say. Pericope. It's Greek to me. We digress. <laughs> the writer of this scripture. Is in the middle of preaching, if you will.
1: Uh, yes, just preaching agree. about
0: about the times in history when the people of faith have had to navigate difficult times, to say the least. And so, you have it by faith the people passed through the Red Sea, and and yet they continued. And by faith, Rahab, the prostitute, did not perish. And by faith, this person and this person and this person and this person. And I, I love, I love, apparently, in the 11th chapter of this work, the writer of this says, Look, I could keep going, but I don't have time to tell you about <laughs> Gideon and Barak and samson and jephthah and david and samuel you no know, it is like
1: preaching it's almost i could imagine call response going on here you know yeah <laughs> back and forth with the congregation Absolutely. that every time a name is called people say yes mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's a lot of agreement i mean it's it's definitely uh, urging us to participate in this and understand that we are part of this yeah
0: and so the writer acknowledges yeah i know things are tough it This is not new, though, and people have suffered for what they believe. This is actually the one instance in the whole New Testament. This might be one of the most fascinating notes I've come across in any commentary. This is the one instance of the phrase sawn in two being used, (laughs) that that is used in the New Testament. To, To which I find myself saying, thank goodness.
1: But yes, fascinating.
0: Lots of horrible things have happened to the faithful, and yet you are to continue. You are, do not give up. Do not give in. And, and I, I will say this. This isn't just a first century piece, this exhortation not to give up. I mean, it's not like, look, I feel like I read more bad press about faith. Faith faithfulness, no, no doubt. being part of the church. It is tempting to throw up your hands up in the air and say, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And L- Wouldn't I con- it be
1: easier to just go do something else?
0: Uh, look, there are plenty of days when I think, you know, I think God's called me to be a fly fishing guide. <laughs> <laughs> or God has called me just to plant a church. Homesteader. In the mountains or the beach or something like
1: that. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it, right. it's... Hey, that just reminded me of um, Holly and I. We loved uh, if anybody's that's ever your seen, wife. Oh yeah, my wife Holly. There we go. If you ever, um, if you ever saw that James, uh, no, that John Adams um, mini series that came out years ago was so good. And at the very last episode, he sits there, he sits there reading about the politics of the day after he's out of office as president, and he says, "I should have been a cabbage far- farmer like my father," <laughs> right? And uh, and his wife laughs at him.
0: I mean, it it it's. It's tempting to give up. It's tempting to give in. And I, I think that's one place where this scripture speaks to us is look, people have struggled with faith and being part of the faithful for centuries. Look at all these amazing heroes of the faith and heroines of the faith. Look, you you gotta keep going. Keep don't don't throw in the towel just yet because the writer says i promise there is something better for you to come right and then i love That's how i love how the end of 11 and beginning of 12 are linked by this conjunction this word therefore
1: this, this is the big piece i think therefore
0: you don't just put therefore if you're not building upon what you've already said This is not an isolated... I mean, sometimes we are so guilty when it comes to scriptural interpretation of just saying, oh, it's a new chapter, you know. (laughs) Don't worry about, you know, let's just take it on its own. No, this is part of the whole story. Therefore, bearing all of that in mind, we are surrounded. We are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. And because of that, we can continue to fight. We can continue to run the race.
1: And even implication that we're all connected together. That ending of chapter 11 is mysterious but beautiful because there's this, again, implication that somehow they have not yet received their reward because we'll all receive, all the faithful will receive it at once. And so they are cheering us on because we're part of the same uh, relay race, right? We're we're still out here running, and and so what we do matters as much as what they did, and and we all pull for each other.
0: Really beautiful. So we don't run this race alone. We never have. We never will. And and Adam, you in our pre-production meetings, you told some yeah some really really great stories.
1: Well, I'll tell you one thing that came to mind for me about the idea that each step in the each step in the journey matters it is, um, uh, of all things, coffee. I mean, it is Hebrews, after all. <sighs> Do you like that, Layton?
0: All right, Layton, <laughs> you're going to have to go in and post-production and uh, and insert a couple sound effects, I think. So, you know, yeah, maybe yeah, more, like, uh, um, a yeah, yeah, either that <laughs> or a... <laughs> she tried for something. I liked it, though. Hey! There it is.
1: <laughs> this is great. I didn't even... Now I didn't know that was possible. Now this opens up all kinds of future possibilities. Well that oh, should have been
0: yeah. that should have been earlier when we talked about her as true. Being yeah. the great the Lady yeah. Late she Parker. She's, just,
1: she's sitting there with all this ready to go. Why? Oh Why?
0: Oh, who we we knows? Just using this?
1: Friends of Catechesis, what else are we gonna discover as the episodes go by? Oh my goodness.
0: There it is. Are you kidding? Okay, kidding? we're
1: we're going down a. She is sitting on go with all of this. Oh, is
0: that cricket? Oh, that's birds. That's, is that cricket? Well, that would have cricket skin. Uh, again. He. These are all good. These
1: are all good. Okay, uh, we so all right, the all right, all right. We here. got it. We got it. We got it. All right. Every step in the process so good though. Every step in the process matters, and uh, every step Hebrew. in the race matters. And he brews coffee. I have a coffee story. So um, long story that I won't even go into. But uh, one of my friends is a man named Jonathan Golden. He's the founder of a company called Land of a Thousand Hills Coffee uh, out of Roswell, Georgia. And I had the incredible opportunity to go with him to Rwanda about eight years ago and and see. Coffee production there. He traveled in Rwanda. He's an entrepreneur. Um, and he said, could we do reconciliation after the genocide that, that took place there in 94? Could we continue the work of reconciliation through coffee production, use this natural resource, use American capital and entrepreneurship and make money for everybody above living wage in Rwanda? Uh, and here in the U.S. and end result is he has thousands of people working in coffee production in Rwanda who are the the price of coffee has driven up over time in Rwanda because of this company and their influence he's got about 60 to 100 employees in the U.S. making their living from it nobody uh, getting fantastically fabulously wealthy everybody making a living wage and Working hard. I went in the shop in Roswell after having been to Rwanda, and I ordered a a coffee. They're going to do a pour over, if you're familiar with that. And the barista working takes incredible, fussy, finicky time and effort to weigh out the beans, get the grind just right, get the water the perfect temperature, make sure the beans steep for the right time. And I thought, you know, this is the kind of thing you'd almost make fun of hipsters for being this persnickety about their coffee. But I said to him, man, what incredible care you are taking with this. And he said, I'm the last step in the process. Uh, he, said, he said, I'm the last link in this chain before you receive this product. And the customer's got to have a great experience with this product. And if I mess this up, I will always remember him saying that. If I mess this up, I have messed up the work of um, the farmers, uh, marketing, uh, the production and importing all the people who've made this possible, I'm the last step, this matters. It it links to me to the idea that the cloud of witnesses would be cheering for us in this fantastically important of way, whether we're the last step or not, we're the last step at this moment, and it matters, it matters, it matters. And so what we do matters, has significance, and there are people who are with us. Um, The other story that comes to mind around this um, scripture is a trip I got to make as a seminary student to the uh, Cathedral of the Annunciation in in Decatur, Greek Orthodox Church. Um, I would highly recommend you go there and spend some time. It is beautiful beyond anything you can imagine. If you know uh, Orthodox Christianity, you know you you smell incense when you walk in, uh, much like a Catholic church, your senses are overwhelmed with imagery, uh, color, uh, shine of all the mosaics. The huge, massive Jesus figure floats overhead in the dome of the worship space. uh, And then icons uh, everywhere across the front of the altar space, the great heroes of the faith. We had a layperson from that congregation come in and explain to us. He said, sometimes my Protestant friends think that we pray to these Uh, icons as though they are idols, and he said that is not the case. Uh, The icons are an aid to us in remembering that we are not alone in our prayers, and we believe just as you do in the communion of saints, although maybe it's a more active part of our faith. Um, He said when we come into worship, we join worship in progress. These saints and all those who've gone before us are here. They are gathered around this altar, and they are worshiping always in the liturgy, joins their work in progress, and that's how we understand worship. Well, I don't see anything but beauty in that. That is fantastic and so important uh, for me now in taking the communion of the saints from the Apostles' Creed much more seriously and fully. Um, and I know when I think of people I've loved and lost, I, I, love, um, I love thinking about them still present with us.
0: I think that's what the church is. And it is it is really tempting sometimes to give up on the church, to give Absolutely. up on the faith. Sure. But what the church is, is this hodgepodge of broken people trying to do life together. And I love that phrase that you said, that, that we are joining in with worship already in process or progress. Yeah. That it's not about us, it's it's not about our own individualistic sense of spirituality, and that's not to say that that's not important, but ultimately what we are about as the people of God, as the church of Jesus Christ, is community. And I, I can't help but think of of some situations, some really... Just terrible situations where there is no explanation for why a thing happens. Absolutely. There's no rhyme or reason to it. not going to sit there and say, oh, this is part of God's plan. He's going to say, or, not only
1: that, there's no good that we can see unfolding no, from it, nor yeah. anything we can come up with that's going to make this
0: justified. And yet, that is also, it is in those moments when I have experienced the church at its most beautiful. Without doubt. I agree with that. And here in Hebrews... I think that's what the writer sees the potential for. Yes, you can flee. Yes, things are difficult. Yes, the easy thing to do would be to give up and give out. But there is potential and a promise for something better in spite of the way things look right now. In spite of the difficulties of the faith, in spite of the suffering and the sheer crappiness of a situation, you are promised this that you are surrounded. Mm. And that is beautiful.
1: Oh, it is. It's inspirational, and if you walk away, you'll be missed. It, it matters. It matters. Uh, you, it, it, we'd probably all walk more easily if we thought it won't make a difference. This is really saying it makes a difference. It makes a difference beyond what we can begin to know or imagine. So it takes some. It takes some faith, imagination on our part.
0: Oh, but, and by the way, the beauty of our faith is that that suffering, that loneliness, that isolation, that temptation to give up and give in has been incarnated by Jesus. And that's where this whole scripture culminates. Run the race, but keep your eyes, look to Jesus, who, by the way, for the sake of the joy that was set before him, endured the cross disregarded its shame, and took his seat at the right hand of God. He could have walked away from that cross, but he did not. That's right.
1: This high priest knows and has experienced. Yeah.
0: So it's a lovely scripture. I know it's one of your... It's a big one. It's, it's, it's one of your central ones. And be curious to know your thoughts on it. Engage us on social media. Please do at Lewis and Broad. This is a conversation. This isn't just a sermon. This is a conversation. And we'd love to hear your thoughts on this in any of our scriptures. Whether you are listening to us in Lagrange, Georgia, or
1: Big Orange Country.
0: Big Orange Country, <laughs> Knoxville, wherever it is you are, we are glad to have you. That wraps up this edition of catechesis y'all. we will look forward to talking with y'all next work next next week not next work next week next week we're getting into the psalms y'all oh yeah so we're looking forward to that org. check us out on behalf of Lady Layton of LaGrange and the Reverend Dr. Adam Roberts my name is James Goodlett remember who and whose you are and we'll talk to you next time Thanks for joining us this week at Catechesis. Follow along on our social media and our websites at fpclagrange.org and lewisandbroad.org. Until next week.